sabes lo que pasa. Lo que manda aquí la clave. Este ritmo guaguanco, esto es lo que existe. Y también está mi chamaco, nadie nos resiste. Aquí estamos bravos, la chamaca es brava. Esta vida es brava, y yo también soy bravo. Por eso lo que repita son los cueros. Aquí lo que suena es fuego, mueve la abuela el pescadero. Norte azul, lo vemos viendo. La orilla el mar, lo ves sonriendo. Y yo sé lo que tenemos reparo, huevo y es todo vino. Por eso lo que hacemos rica, tu mano con ritmo le sale. Hello, hello, hello. Can everyone hear me? This is Wanda, your host of Salty Coffee. How's everyone doing today? I just got out of the plane. Just coming back from Carabete, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic. And I had an awesome time. So what's going on? Y'all miss me? <laughs> Probably not. But anyway, traveling solo is one of the things that I love to do because I have like this strange thing where I want to do uh I have like a three-day max thing that I don't want to share with any um who knows but let me see what's going on I have a little technical difficult oh there we go hello hi everyone what's going on salty coffee is here to empower entertain and educate as well And today's topic is going to be traveling solo and what you should know and what you should uh, think about before you travel post-COVID. Um, there's still some changes. There's still some stuff. If you're here, say hello. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Can anybody hear me? You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Salty Coffee, uh, Spotify. Anchor, Radio Public, and all that good stuff. But traveling this weekend for three days was amazing. I had a very relaxing time. I took uh, care of myself. Um, this is something that I've been wanting to do from uh, post-COVID December, maybe around there. But I think um, I'm glad that I did this uh, spontaneous trip because it's it just brought a lot of pers my life in perspective and what I need to do moving forward and how I'm going to proceed uh, with many things in my life, both education, um, retirement, work, where I want to live, and stuff like that. But let me just show you one of the things that I learned. Um, I'll, I'll teach you. I'll show you some things that I learned. And I'll show you some things that are tips on how to travel. So before I, the only reason why I did this trip and I did it short term and I did it my way um, and where I went was because one of the things that I noticed is that when I did go to previous trips, I really didn't, I enjoyed myself, but I didn't do what I wanted to do. And moving forward, that's going to be something that I want to do. 
um, and I will be doing that moving forward. But one of the things that, uh, the reason why I chose Cabarete Puerto Plata was because I had a friend who was also gonna be there around that time, that time frame. But I learned a lot about myself and um, with that in mind, knowing that I knew that someone was gonna be there that I knew, I still made sure that I did what I wanted to do. So I had planned all this stuff. So the first thing that I want to tell you as a tip is if you're going to a place for the first time and you know someone who's been there before, ask. Um, ask away, have you been there before? Have you been there before? Because it's important to know, you know, the area, especially if you're gonna travel by yourself. But um, before you do any of the booking, budget yourself. Can you do it? Can you not do it? If you have a timeshare, sometimes even timeshares, they require that you do a meal plan. So make sure you check that and that you don't have to pay extra for the meals. Um, I, I no longer have my timeshare. I got rid of it, so that's fine. Make sure that the documents that you have are up to date. I do know that when you travel to Europe, if your passport expires six months before, while you're traveling, you can't come back to the United States or they'll tell you you can't go because the passport has to expire six months after that. And um, before you even go, think about what it is and why you're traveling. My focus on this travel was to do two things, relax, enjoy myself, and face my fears. Um, I have a fear of being underwater for more than six feet, under five feet. I've taken swimming lessons. I've done all of that. And this time around, I went to an excursion where you actually jump 25 feet down. <laughs> um, Damahuana, Damahagua uh, Falls. And it's 27 falls. I did the highest one, and then I slide through all the other ones. It was a long trip, day trip, but it was well worth it. So once you have your plans on what you want to do, what you want to see, um, I would research carefully the area, the surroundings, look to see what the news say. Um, Cabarete, Puerto Plata was to me, in my opinion, one of the safest places. They still have a curfew of 10 p.m. And in some locations, um, meaning hotels or bars, it depends, it's 11 p.m. But um, before you book, make sure if partying is something you wanna do, Cabarete, Puerto Plata may not be that type of place. It's really good for just relaxation and some mellow music. And that's what I wanted at the time. So it was perfect. It was perfect timing as well. The weather, considering that it was July, I thought it was gonna be hotter, but it was not. The weather was beautiful. I loved it. I enjoyed it. The weather was actually fantastic. I can't believe how awesome the weather, even though it rained, but it rains there usually 3 a.m. ish, 4 a.m. Um, not that bad. So one of the things that, um, I don't know if I should go into this first, but when I pack, I pack very light. So 
two things to consider. If you're going to do like a three-day like what I did, I packed uh, two outfits per day. I put them in Ziploc bags, and that was one side of the small carry-on. Um, as you can see here, uh, there's like, I don't take bottles of shampoo or anything like that. I would just take um, hair products that are already pre-packed in a package that's related to shampoo or curling and stuff like that instead of putting them in a bottle because I like to use, depending on the water and where I'm at and the sun that I get, my hair can get very dry or very frizzy. So I take a combination of many different things. When I was looking at the lodging part of, um, you know, where to stay, I wanted to stay in a place that was very close to the beach, but yet very close to the um, area, surrounding area in the city, and very close to the airport. This way I can budget myself and I have to worry about paying $100 or $200 for um, transportation between to and from the airport. So um, I did the research and I also wanted to be walking distance from where my friend was staying. And this was about seven minute walk or less. So Cabarete Palm Beach condos, they have one room, they have a studio, they have one bedrooms, two bedrooms, and I believe three bedrooms. There's not that many, it's not that big, but that's what I was looking for. So I wanted to make sure that that was available. Give me one second, because I can't see who's on Facebook. I just want to make sure that you can hear me. Okay, you can. Hi, Susie, how are you? So the system that I'm using, I'm not able to see who's on my Facebook personal page. Don't ask me why, but <laughs> that's what that's all about. So Cabareta Palm Beach uh, condos was amazing, beautiful place, right by the beach. They have a small pool, and I really enjoyed This is a picture that I took from all of these pictures of mine, um, not uh, copied and pasted from uh, Facebook. But this is the north of Dominican Republic, this uh, Cabarete, Puerto Plata. The airport is 25 to 30 minutes away, which was perfect. So um, you can see the map. I'll show you the map. this all right so this is here this is the Dominican Republic this is Haiti and this is north so Confresi is a place that I actually went to and Sosua is right next to the airport, followed by Cabarete. And this is the area where it's circled. 
that I stayed in. Um, my family is from Santo Domingo and my father's family is from Barahona. So um, it was very important for me to just check out the South just because I've never been there. I've been to Punta Cana, which I did not really like. Um, the beaches there are very rocky, um, but the beach in, in Puerto Plata were awesome. And I love the beach there. Um, you can walk. It is very small area and very safe. I didn't feel like I had to, you know, be bothered with anyone um, harassing me to purchase something or it was not like that. I don't know if it's post-COVID and that's why, but um, it was it was amazing and I had an amazing time. So I did pack for three days. And so I put my clothes in Ziploc bags and then I put the, the date that I'm wearing those clothes. And I also check um, for the weather. <laughs> we all should be checking the weather and see how that works. But um, so before you, again, before you decide where you want to go, do your research, check every hotel, look for stars, look for references, look for um, who owns it. Um, and, you know, I, I think I chose one of the nicest home, very, very homey. And next to the Cabarete Palm Beach was the, um, hi, uh, that girl, Curly. <laughs> How are you? I, for some reason, I wasn't able to see the Twitch people. I'm not sure. Um, I think I'm going to narrow it down to one one um, platform because uh, StreamYard, for some reason, it's playing games with me. But now I can see you on StreamYard. How are you? So um, do your research. Do your research before you actually go out there and, and start, you know, being adventurous. I'm a very adventurous person. So and wherever I travel, no matter where it is, I act like I lived there before because I do my research so hard. Like I really go and I go into the Google and if Google can't tell me anything about the place, um, I don't know, maybe it's not a place for me to go by myself <laughs> or it's just not um, conducive. But this Cabareta Palm Beach condos had a kitchen. It had a uh, the supermarket was seven minutes away. Um, everything was, it was just amazing. And, and I had a great time there. They're not um, giving me any money for this <laughs> to say anything, but I had a great time. One of the things that you should know is the documents that you need to travel. Um, they're, they're, I don't know, for some reason, airlines are doing a horrible job in telling people, what it is that they need, um, you know, in the past, and I don't know if it's because it's JetBlue and that's why maybe JetBlue j does things differently. But I do know when I travel American Airlines, you know, the custom form that you need to complete, you know, they give it to you in the plane so you can complete it in the plane and they tell you the steps that you need to take. So this didn't happen. And it happened to me 
getting to the Dominican Republic? Because my understanding was at some point, not only did you have to fill that out, but you also had to pay like a entry fee. It was like $10 or something. And that, well, that didn't happen. So I'm not sure what changed and why it changed, but I do definitely know for sure is that even though I was there for three days, my whole COVID thing was weird, right? So um, I arrived there on Friday. I came back Monday, today, right? So I literally left this past Friday and I came back Monday. And I was not sure what I needed to do, when I needed to take it. Nobody told me. Everybody's just like, well, I don't know. You call the CDC people and they're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, you know what? Since you don't know, I'm just going to go with my best thing. So I was there. I got there Friday and I took the exam on Saturday, the rapid exam. Um, What I did do was while I was in the hotel and I got free Wi-Fi, that's one thing that you should check. Hotels with free Wi-Fi. Not many hotels provide free Wi-Fi. So make sure that you understand also when you call your phone company, are you getting free Wi-Fi or are you getting, you know, you pay the $10 or whatever a day just to get text messages and phone calls. So that's also something to consider because if you're like me where I don't use my phone, um, I use everything to communicate with people via web and Wi-Fi, then that would have been a a $10 waste of money. So um, make sure that you know your documents, make sure that you um, at least purchase some insurance because the things that I did in Dominican Republic, I could have like really hurt myself really bad in one situation. Um, thankfully, I did not, and I'm home safely. But um, I, I didn't go with the pretense that something was going to happen to me anyway. So, but I did um, enjoy and was thinking about that. Like, well, what would have happened? So, make sure that when you're doing the your plans and you're traveling that you're very sure that you have at least three times the money that you're going to spend, that you have that somewhere in cash. Because if you get hurt in another country, especially if you're traveling solo, that can be very um, dangerous and very unsafe to do. So make sure that you know all your documents, make sure that you um, ask questions. Um, if, if it's a language barrier, make sure that you take a translator with you, like those little, they have these little translators that you can purchase that you won't need Wi-Fi, just in case your phone doesn't work. Um, what happens if you lose your phone, if you do everything on phone? Let me tell you, I'm going to put this up right now because one of the things that I did notice and realize you know, in America, we all use Cash App, Zelle, you know, not too many of us use credit cards, but you need to make sure you have cash money with you. Um, you know, not many places accept credit cards, uh, including some hotels. So make sure that Like I said before, if you're going to go somewhere, budget yourself where you at least have, you know, triple 
the amount that you're going to spend. Um, only because I'll give you a perfect example. I went to the supermarket. They don't take credit card. They only take debit. I went to the hotel is the only place that my understanding took credit card. That's the only place where they took a credit card everywhere else. It was either cash. So my recommendation to you or tip is find out what the exchange is from here in the United States. And when you um, find out what the exchange dollar amount is, you know, go ahead and exchange it, exchange your dollars into pesos. Right now, the exchange amount is for every dollar. It's uh, 57, let's say 57. Um, so the reason why I say this is because instead of you, if you're, if your fear is to carry cash because you think, you know, what if you lose it all or what if it gets stolen? The, the idea is, you know, this place was a safe place. I didn't fear that anyone was going to take anything from me. Once again, I was walking around like I lived there. <laughs> everybody knew me by the second day because it's a very small town and everybody knows each other, which is awesome. You want to go to a place where everybody knows who's the stranger, right? Um, and so I, I had a, a great time there. I met a lot of people. I had some good stories to tell later on. But um, make sure that you go ahead and do the, the exchange. Um, you can do it at the uh, airport when you arrive. and Or you could do it at the hotel where you're at. And just do it one time. And budget yourself, you know, to the point where if you're unable to do anything else other than go to the beach, then, you know, make sure that you have money to go back to um, the airport at least, right? But, but no that it is affordable to travel international. It's not that expensive. So the COVID test to come back, sure enough, when I got to the airport in Puerto Plata, they do not do your check-in boarding pass. You still need a paper copy. So even though the hotel was like, oh, if your flight is at 12, you can leave at 1030. No, listen to your intuition. And get there earlier, especially if you, even if you're just having a carry-on like myself. I was, like, really annoyed because it was a long line. I still had to wait because they have, like, a, a, a check-in before the check-in. So I, I didn't understand what that was all about. But, hey, make sure that if you're going to travel, any, and I would recommend it anywhere, just go two hours earlier than um, expected because especially if you want to purchase something at the airport like liquor through the duty-free you know make sure that you get there earlier you don't you never know if the person who's taking you can get a flat tire then you know you just never know so make sure you uh, go two hours earlier and and this information is probably for younger people but I did recognize that older people went through this like two people in my flight almost missed their flight because 
they had stuff in their luggage where they shouldn't have had it. I got stopped twice. I don't know why, but it's a different story. So when you decide that you want to go somewhere besides um, the documentation, your lodging, what do you want to do when you get there? Um, one of the things that I loved about this place is that it had so many things to do other than drink and club and party, right? Um, those days are over for me. But I have to tell you, I did the most daring thing um, that I never thought I would do. did a couple of things. But this one I really wanted to do, aside from getting to know the city, I wanted to do the, let's see, the Dama Huaga Falls. And this is 27 falls within one region, one area. And the first, and when they say waterfalls, we're not talking about, you know, waterfalls. They're talking about like you jump. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting, I was, I was thinking, oh, we're going to walk through and we're going to see waterfalls. That's not what it is. So this picture on the right here that I'm, circling. I don't know if you can see me circling it with a mouse. This is the, the place that we went. And the first, the first jump was 25 uh, feet. And I did the first jump. I'm getting more pictures later on in videos um, because what they do is they recommend that you don't take your own camera and stuff like that. So I had to um, do it that way. But let me show you my pictures. So this is one of them. So you see where this guy is standing on the right? Uh, was that? No, that wasn't the highest. This was 20 feet. Um, I don't have a picture of the highest one, but that's me when we did the second one. Um, I think. So this, you walk. You keep walking. You go to one fall to the next. So one of the things that I realized is before you get to the falls is a 45-minute hike up the mountain. And then you start jumping the falls. So I think we did like seven falls. Um, I think because of climate change, there are no longer 27. I think there are only um, seven we did seven. So uh, this was fun. I got to meet new people. I was exhausted. My body is still killing me, but I'm alive. <laughs> I'm definitely alive. But I did jump 25 feet down. And I'm proud to say that I got it done because uh, I'm not afraid of heights, but I am afraid of water. And I am afraid of swimming. So um, they assured us, you know, we got the life jackets. Don't worry about it. Just breathe, relax, and just do it. And I did it. So yay me. <laughs> so if you, I recommend this excursion. They also have zip lining. So while we were here doing this, there were people above us zip lining. And you just keep walking and walking on bodies of water, streams, 
and it, it was amazing. And and I had a great time. I was exhausted. My buttocks still hurts because when I landed, um, I did see uh, my butt. I, I think I landed on my butt, so it was a little hurtful. But <laughs> I I got it done. So this is the area um, of the Damahuaga uh, Falls. This is the the neighborhood, and it's in a mountain. And we were able to do and learn about how to make coffee. And as you already know, I love coffee, and I want to learn more about the coffee and what the coffee, what it entails to make. Um, so I learned a lot. And so we were grinding the coffee. This is how they do it. They brewed the coffee for us. And then they served the coffee right there and then. So this place also does not only coffee, but they do, they do cocoa, um, which is chocolate. Um, the natural, real chocolate. Um, so the cocoa bean and the coffee bean is what we learned. And coffee is, is so, the coffee bean is so rich there, um, the way they grow it. And it's a little plant, and it, it takes 30 days, 30 to 35 days, for it to um, grow into a flower. And then you peel the flower out, and you get the, the coffee bean. And it's a real small plant. I was surprised. I was like, wow, how many flowers do you get on this plant? But it was a very small plant, and I'll post more pictures later on on Facebook or Twitch, or I'll do another live another day with all the photos. But um, I had a great time there, and the people there are beautiful. They're very um, welcoming everywhere I went. Everybody was welcoming. Everybody was courteous. Um, they, I don't know, again, post-COVID, you know, people change. People... Um, are very welcoming, and I and I felt like I I live there, like that was my home, and I should probably consider moving there and away from here as m best possible. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, there are certain things that you'll never learn or see or know, right? If um, until you live there, right? <laughs> it's 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 like their story. When they move here, they are, you know, their expectation is that, you know, oh, I'm going to make money and this and not realizing, okay, you're going to make money, but you're probably going to have to work, you know, 10 jobs and never have off with your family, and, you know, things like that. But hopefully things will change for this generation, and I wish them all the best. They live under natural resources. and Getting there was scary, <laughs> as crazy, because it's in a mountain, literally. But the way they live, very simple. They still have Wi-Fi. They still had their phones. They were at the, in their porch, you know, with their Wi-Fi. And, you know, the guy with the coconut and selling the coconut water, cold coconut water with his music and his family there. I thought it was amazing and something beautiful to see um it was just 
it was just a really nice trip that I needed to get back and focus on creativity for something genuine and something different. And I think um, hopefully I can visit again soon because I really enjoyed and would like to know more. And I don't know. I think it's great that um, we can travel again and get connected and be connected with people because I think we, we all need some healing. We all need some time to um, just look at things differently, I guess. I don't know. Um, some people can be very uh, mean in their own silent way. And I don't know what that's all about, but Salty Coffee is about empowering people to do what they want to do um, at their own pace, um, at their own time. And, you know, we all have our journey. We all have our dreams. And one of them for me is to make sure that my people are taken care of, you know. And what does that mean by my people? That could be everybody. <laughs> so if, once again, if you're traveling alone, just so you know, I, it wasn't just me. There was three ladies, women of color, in my resort where I stayed in the Palm Beach Cabarete uh, condos. There were three other ladies there that were by themselves as well. So I thought that was amazing that, you know, women are now traveling. I love the way the Puerto Plata handles their work and labor force. I went to a garage. Uh, we passed by a gas station, and they had all women working at the gas station. It was all women working. Um I don't know. I don't know what that, I just thought it was awesome to see that where, you know, in a, in a country where, you know, the machismo is still alive and very well. I thought it was interesting and refreshing to see women, you know, truck drivers and, you know, working the gas stations and working not only in, in the cleaning uh, custodial jobs and resorts and hotels, but they were working receptionist desks. They were, you know, doing travel guides and, and tours. So I thought, I thought that was amazing. And I enjoyed that part as well. So don't forget um, when you travel, if you're going to go to the Dominican Republic, make sure you have enough cash, um, plan accordingly Make sure you tell before you leave. Make sure you make copies of your passports and all of your documents and leave them with a family member that knows where you're at, what you're doing. Um, what else? Make sure you exchange the money and the funds before you get there. And, you know, have fun. I had such a great time. And I'm sorry that I can't post the pictures because I literally just got the cave pictures, uh, not the cave, but the waterfall pictures. I literally got those like five minutes ago <laughs> and I was able to get this one. But the video of me jumping the 25 feet, you're going to all see that. 
and the videos of me sliding down 20 feet in these waterfalls, you're going to see that later on. But um, this is in Cabarete, Puerto Plata. This trip was a three-day trip. That's it. Um, budget yourself. I had to take a COVID test, even if it was three days. Um, they do a rapid test. It's $50 American dollars to get that done. So hopefully that's going to change soon. I believe it's going to change in September, but who knows? It is required if you're going to come back from an international country that you take this test before you leave. Um, and not only that, but they're going to ask you at the airport because you need to sign a release form that you do that you took the COVID test and that it was negative. So please make sure that, you know, so a lot of people are not traveling because they're scared. Um, but just because you had a vaccine doesn't mean that you still can't get tested. You, you're required to get tested and have a negative result for it. Uh, what else? Money. Make sure you have triple the amount of what you're intending to spend. So make sure, just in case of an accident, make sure you have insurance, your health insurance cards, your health insurance information. Make sure you have all of that. And I don't think most of my listeners are going to travel alone. Um, most of my listeners would, wouldn't dare to do half of the things I do. But that's okay. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody does what, you know, other people do. And that's what's wonderful about this world. Everybody does everything their way differently. And I am so glad that I have the, um, what is it, courage to just go out there and, and do me, right? Because what, what better than to do yourself, <laughs> right? So if you like to drink, oh, so next to... The Cabarete Palm Beach condos was this little cute restaurant called Front Loop, right? And I didn't know until today this morning when I went there to have my breakfast because, you know, the first day I was there, I was like, I need a drink. Make me a drink. The guy made me a drink. We had conversations. Very nice people over there. The pets are even nice. They have pets all over the place. Not, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating, but they, they have dogs. And, and the thing about that area is that people live there. So these are condos. These are people who actually live there, own the homes, and they may Airbnb it or, you know, rent it out to other families. Um, Front Loop um, had everything. They had burgers. They had you know, good food, Dominican food. If they didn't have something that I wanted, because most of the restaurants did not offer Dominican cuisine, which is weird to me, but it is what it is, right? Um, because, you know, some Americans, they want their waffle and pancakes, whatever. Um, I'm not into waffle and pancakes. So they did do some tostones for me with garlic shrimp. Um, they didn't do mofongo. So don't don't think that you're going to go to Puerto Plata and go to these hotels that are not owned by Dominican people um, and eat Dominican food. If you want to eat real Dominican food, go ask the Dominican that works there and tell them, yo, when am I coming to your house? 
um, because I want to eat some real food. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say real food, but I'm just saying authentic Dominican food is what I would like to go and eat there, you know, as a as a visitor. Right. I'm I'm not just going to want to go there and eat pancakes and waffles, you know, because that's just not what I eat. Um, I guess it is what it is. Right. But uh, Front Loops has its own pool. It has, they have also um, an actual, what do you call that? An actual hotel. And they have uh, seven apartments. So it's a very small place. And, but I, I may consider if I do go back that I'll probably stay there um, probably for a week. But um, this trip was awesome. A very much needed trip. I literally just got off the plane. Oh, let me tell you something else, right? So when I purchased my tickets through um, Expedia, I, you know how you pick, you know, where you're leaving from and you want to make sure, you know, you leave from a specific airport and you can't, you know, if you're from New York, just so you know, you don't have to take a cab to any of these airports. Uh, New York and New Jersey have done a great job in ensuring that business people and people like you and me who can't afford $60 or $80 or $90 because if you're traveling solo, you're going to be doing all this by yourself, right? So my flight left from New York, I'm sorry, from Newark, right? But returning, it came back from JFK. So one of the ways that I... What I did was I left through um, Newark, right? So I went to Penn Station. I looked at their schedule to the Newark airport station. It's only $13.50 to get to that airport station. That's it, $13.50. And it's it's only three stops from Penn Station. So it's not that long. Um, and that's why, you know, it's good to travel light. Don't take these big, lug- you don't really need all this big luggage and stuff like that. But if you have a ride and you are free to do so, and that's fine. But if you do have a vehicle and you don't want to pay for parking and it's just you, this is the way to do it. So now coming back, when I arrived to JFK, you take the AirTran to the Jamaica Avenue, and it leaves you all the way in uh, Jamaica, Queens, right? And from there, you can take the the metro. The E, the J, and the Z is there. So I just took the E to Manhattan and then transferred to the train that I needed to take. So um, the unlimited metro car does not work in JFK when you, when you arrive. The AirTran is free from the airport to the train station. The only thing you have to pay is the exit uh, from that station. And you do not, they don't take the unlimited Metro card, which I'll have to write to someone about that because that's not what I read somewhere. And that information is nowhere to be found. So I'm gonna, oh, and also for those of you who have the Omni, the O-M-N-Y, just so you know, that doesn't work there either. So hopefully you um, you have to pay the the seven fifty to exit. 
So I had to add the 750 on my Metro card and then exit with my Metro card. And then you still had to use your Metro card to get into the subway station. So that's just a quick tip. But for you, for those who have students who travel to and from, um, this is a way for you to save money, you know, and pack light, pack light. You don't need too much. Um, I'm 51 and I'm, I'm able to, to do all that stuff with my luggage and, you know, I pack light. <laughs> um, if I'm going to a beach place, hello, swimsuits, that's it. You don't need any outfits. Nobody's going to see, you know, all your seven outfits and be like, well, wow, she wore that yesterday. Nobody's doing that. So go with, you know, and don't, one of the things that I noticed is that there were some people with jewelry and heels and listen, I experienced September 11th. There is no way where you have to take your shoes off and you have to take your belt and all this stuff that I'm going to go through. TSI or TSA, whatever security is, and take off my shoes and, and all of that. I'm not doing that. So flip-flops, well, I didn't have flip-flops, but I had sandals with my little biking shorts and a t-shirt, and that was it. No jewelry, no watch, no nothing, because you just go and that's it. And and they'll, I'm telling you, there was people that they had to pull them to the side, okay, now take this off, because they were still ringing. Well, I take this off and there was two ringing. So make sure that when I tell you travel light, just travel light. Don't. And I didn't even take my laptop. Tell you the truth. Um, you know, if you're going to go on vacation, don't take your laptop. Um, you don't need to work while you're on vacation. So this was my first time in Cabarete, Puerto Plata. I enjoyed myself. Once again, I stayed at the Cabarete Palm Beach condos. It was a one-studio apartment. If you look at the picture behind this picture, that target there, that's where this room is at, where you see the view from inside the room. Um, from there, Friday night, I went to Front Loops, and they have a little pool. It's a little um, bar, restaurant, grill. On the outside, you'll see tables and, uh, you know, people can sit in pillows. And the setup is just very beautiful. The walking to the beach, all of that that you see there um, is walkable. It's safe. You can do it at night. You can do it in the day. On Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Saturday, I think I went to go see my friend. We caught up with some things. And then I went to take care. Oh, so one of the things that I did do, I pre-ordered my excursions through Expedia. Do not do your excursions outside before you get there. Do your excursions while you're when you're there. Unless you know someone or unless you know the ropes and stuff like that, do not pre-do your excursions. Go, if you're going to go for a week, Get there Friday, get there Saturday, and sit down with someone from there who does the tour guide stuff and do it through a reputable company within that area. Because um, the two that I did with Expedia, they both canceled on me, and they canceled the same day. So 
don't do it. Um, you'll never get your money back or getting your money back is going to be a hassle. So don't do it that way. Um, on Sunday, so Saturday, I did the excursion for Bamahagua Falls. And that was the 25 feet drop. And not only did they have this, but they took us to go see um, how cigars are made, um, how coffee beans are made, how cocoa beans are made. And after this whole um, trip from the Damahaguas, when we were done with the hiking, they took us to eat a full meal, Dominican food, you know, the spaghetti and all that. And I loved it. I had a ball. There was music. There was merengue. There was, you know, a, a live band. And it was just amazing. Another thing that I forgot to mention is the area that I stayed in, they have a kite school. So um, walking distance from there, you'll see all these people with kites. And I have the videos on Facebook, so you can, when you get a chance, just go through my Facebook and you'll see the videos there. I'll be posting them there. So for that person who has been here this whole time, um, I'm not sure if it's uh, Curly. Curly, if you're still here, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to work on your thing right now. <laughs> and um, thank you for uh, listening and thank you for, you know, sharing. Make sure you share if you or if you have any questions regarding this area in Dominican Republic. Um, let me know if you're planning on traveling. Let me know and I'll be more than helpful. I'll be more than glad to give you more information. Um, especially the traveling and the documents and all that stuff. That stuff is was kind of crazy, but it is what it is. So, with that said, this is over. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> but if you do have any questions now, you can call. Um, what's my number? What's my number? That's the number to call. But if not... I know this is kind of delayed. But... All right, my friends. I hope you had a great weekend. I saw a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm very proud of all of you who won awards, who got gigs, who are moving forward, you know, doing your thing. I am very proud of all of you um, selling your tracks and just being you and doing your stuff. I'm very proud of you. Um, hope that, you know, I somehow inspired you to do more. Um, because life is short. And one of the things that I have learned is that you never know what the other person is going through, right? So please be kind. <laughs> Don't be so mean to people. And, you know, you never know what anybody's going through. So... Just because they have a happy face on Facebook, sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy. So be kind with your words. If you don't have anything kind to say, then don't say it. And be positive. Be positive with everything. Um, and I'm going to have an episode about that word humble. 
<laughs> because I was listening to a podcast the other day and a lot of people don't like to use that word because of its definition. But I know why some people use it. And the reason why some people may use it is because when we say it in Spanish, it means something totally different and something more, right? But um, when you use it in English, if you look at the definition tonight, you're going to see what I mean. And this person who had this podcast about that conversation, um, it made a lot of sense, you know, why she hates the word. <laughs> but um, have fun. Stay safe. It is only Monday. And on the Spotify with this, I'm going to add a little bit of jazz music. So have fun. And thank you for hanging in there with me. Have a good night. Rune, Ricky Baker, Proximo Destino, La Galaxia. Le gusta el roce, le gusta tanto. Está puesta pa' bellaquear. Hablando de eso, ya se lo canto. Yo sé que quieres más, y yo no sé.